0: My name is Jason Williams, and I'm afraid. You know, COVID-19 has riveted our nation and churches have taken a hard hit. As a matter of fact, there are possibly many pastors and individuals asking the question, will I even have a church after this global pandemic? I wanna pose to a question to you today. What if this is actually a season of growth? How would we even measure growth If God is doing something to actually transform the church and empower the church for a new season of growth, how would we measure that? In this episode called Pandemic Growth, we will look at how you're able to measure growth in these uncertain times.
1: Welcome to the Multiply Podcast, a podcast by Jason Williams designed to help you do your part to change the world.
0: First of all, I want to say to our pastors who are listening today, it's okay to be afraid, maybe angry, hurt, or even slightly depressed. I have to be honest, that's where I've been. And it was a member of the church who actually posted something on social media that God used to help me recognize what I was feeling and what I was experiencing. They talked about how they were going through some serious separation anxiety, and God used that, the Holy Spirit used that to help me realize that's what I was feeling. And I was even borderline depressed as a result of it. You know, honestly, my pride tells me that I can't show this kind of emotion because we have people looking to us as pastors to provide stability and support and strength during these uncertain times. But I think about the Paul who said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, When he said, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect. Now watch this, in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, knowing that the power of Christ rests upon me. You know what I've realized going through this is that weakness is actually a sign of sincerity, enables you also to experience God's strength to pastor in these uncertain times. People are living with fear. Uh, So we're actually showing people that, Our human side, which we all know that we have. Our spouses know that we have. If you have kids, they know that we have this human side. But in times like this, it doesn't take long for it to actually come out. Our fears. What I realize is you're actually stronger when you're really weak. Because people can identify with you and they can also see you experience God's provision for your leadership and your life. That helps them to adapt and adjust and find strength to trust God in their uncertain times. So really, weakness creates space for God's strength and power to invade your life and gives hope for those who are watching how you struggle and deal with problems as well. So don't be afraid to be weak. Sincerity just may be a bridge into someone else's real life. This creates an opportunity for you to teach them how to cope with these uncertain pandemic-type scenarios in a way that they can experience God's very present help in a time of trouble. By the way, how do we measure growth? Well, we measure growth by looking at individual lives. So this leads us into this this truth that this may be a season of growth for us to experience in a pandemic. Philippians chapter 3 verse 17 says, brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example that you have in us. In this pandemic season that we're in, when we're not able to meet, we're not able to come together as a church body and a church family and pastors longing to be with their people and longing to minister and encourage, God just may be doing something on the flip side of this to reveal His power and His strength so that individuals can grow and we are an individual. So if we're growing, the church is growing. You know, I think about some examples. Um, You know, as you and I face these uncertain times, really we're here to affirm the right way of living in an upside-down world. We're also here to inspire growth by raising the bar so that others can actually see a better way of living. So this, this verse that I just read talks about keeping your eyes on walking according to the examples that you have in us. If we're being that example and we're growing, the church can grow. As leaders, we help bring accountability through lifestyle comparison. People are watching how we respond. People are watching how we live. The more real we are, the more authentic we are, the more we can inspire hope of change. So don't underestimate what you're going through and how God can use it to catapult growth In these uncertain times, you know, as a leader, we need to uh, change and we need to desire to see that change in others. Uh, So, as I shared earlier, someone shared with me a, a thought that they were experiencing separation anxiety. Well, that's what I was experiencing. And God used that to help me break out of some of that depression that I was in to realize nothing about God has changed, even though we're facing a pandemic. And God spoke to me and said, Jason, I can use this to help you overcome some areas in your life, but I can also use this to help others. And I want to say to all of our leaders who are listening to this podcast, you cannot lead on an empty tank. You cannot give without receiving yourself. You will run out of fuel. So if we're growing and we're being strengthened, we're being helped from the Lord, it helps our leadership that is a pipeline for somebody else to have life to have hope and connection with God. You're just being that example. So I just want to say, slow down and make sure you take care of yourself as we experience these pandemic crisis scenarios together. You're not in this alone. When you look at how you measure growth, look at your individual life and the individuals of those that collectively make up your body. You can measure, but you have to measure growth by measuring what matters. Look to individual lives. We are oftentimes thinking about our space and the, the lack of occupation in a building. Remember, God is not confined to a building. He is moving all around the world in a supernatural way, changing people's lives. And this pandemic has not stopped that. As a matter of fact, we can see the flip side that this becomes greater opportunity for God to work in a bigger scale, in a larger way, he's already been trying to do, but now hearts are more open and more vulnerable to what God is trying to do. So remember, people matter. So measure growth in their lives, and this includes yourself. There's some questions you can ask as you try to measure a sense of growth in individual lives. Are Are you seeing people actually take steps closer to God? All you have to do is look at what they're saying on social media. What are they saying in their conversations to find answers to these leading questions that help you measure what matters most, and that's individual lives. Are you actually seeing people remove sin? Are people stepping up to serve? Are people sharing Jesus with others more during this pandemic than you've ever seen before? Are actually people moving into community, moving into small groups? Are people spending more quality time with their family as a result of this pandemic? That's growth. That's maturity. And if people are growing in these areas, then the church is experiencing spiritual growth. And that's something that you can measure. You know, I started looking at people's posts and conversations and even their questions as I was discerning growth. And God used this to bring encouragement to me. So when COVID-19 hit our church in Elizabethtown, North Carolina, in in the county called Bladen County, our tithes in this small rural community, they took a huge hit the first few weeks so we evaluated and we started realizing we need to communicate more with the body of how to give and where they can give. And we got people actually involved to help send out a letter, to stuff envelopes and mail them out. And then after a week, we started seeing the effectiveness of this and started seeing people giving who were not normally giving. You know what I call that? Growth. I see where God was at work through this. Now, we had to be open and stretch ourselves to do something different than we had not done before, and that was serve our people and communicate to our people in a new and a different way. But it was something that we could measure. We actually started seeing people take steps to trust God with their finances, and they were also embracing one of our core values, which is generosity is our privilege. So this is growth. That's something that we could begin to measure. Something else I got convicted about, and where God started showing me growth is the lack of prayer. One of our individuals on our team that actually teaches on our teaching team and sometimes communicates with the body started sharing 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, which says this, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Uh, this individual started sharing a challenge to Christians. And he said, why don't we start praying at 7.14 a.m. and 7.14 p.m. based on 2 Chronicles 7.14, and why don't we recognize that God may be trying to get our attention? And so this, this pandemic started challenging us to pray more, and people started praying more. I've actually had people tell me, I pray more now than I ever have prayed. So a pandemic doesn't have to stop growth. Let me say that again. A pandemic doesn't have to stop growth. It can actually be a catalyst for it.
1: If you are new to Multiply, we are For the Rural Community, and we encourage you to join the network for free and gain access to resources to help you and your church do your part to change the world. You will find information for community outreach, church revitalization, podcast support, and also pastor and church leadership resources. All you do is go to the multiplynetwork.info website and join the members' zone. This is where you will find access to sermon ideas, sermon bumpers, transcripts, and more. We created this as a platform to give back and a way to allow pastors and churches to do the same. In the network, you can upload your sermon ideas, your transcripts, your bumpers, and more so that we can help each other do our part to change the world. The best news is, it's completely free. Now. Let's go back to Jason Williams because, as he shared, a pandemic doesn't have to stop growth. It can be a catalyst for it.
0: You know, we don't need a building to measure growth. As a matter of fact, our buildings can blind us from seeing real growth. Real growth occurs in spirit, not necessarily in public. We're so accustomed to evaluating who and how many have gathered in our buildings. We can be blind to measuring spiritual growth because we're focused on the numbers. Numbers are important. The Bible gives us numbers. The Bible talks about how many people come to Christ and how many people we're gathering. But we need to understand that the pandemic hasn't changed our mission. The only thing that's changed is our methods. And trust me, I I know that's a big deal. My team here at Foundation Church, that first week and first couple of weeks, we felt the stress, we felt the strain of having to step up and serve our body in a new way that was uncomfortable, unfamiliar for us. I know that digital church can be very frustrating. And for many of you that have stepped into digital church, you've had to experience that. And maybe you've come on the other side and realized now, man, there's some opportunity here. Digital church requires a lot. It's expensive if you allow it to be. But a pandemic can actually decrease activity because of the mandatory stay-at-home orders that we've all experienced. So this allows us to create space from our normal routines so that we can evaluate and actually see life from a different perspective so that we can actually adjust how we do things and when we do things. And you know, that just may catapult growth. It may be a catalyst in this pandemic so that you as an individual can grow as a leader, but also your team can grow, your church can grow. So a pandemic can actually help create more focus because you actually can directly focus on your mission. Your mission is people. And at this point, most of us are trying to engage people. But truthfully, maybe before this pandemic, our systems were what was driving us. We were so focused on carrying out the motions of our systems that we hoped would connect us with people that maybe we were a little distracted. Because our systems are important, but they can blind us. You know, systems are things like our small group environments, making sure we have a clean room, making sure everyone feels connected, or our evangelism plans. We go out, maybe you go out as a church on Monday nights and you follow up on guests from your services on Sunday and there's a team of you who go out and you make sure that team knows when you're going and where you're going and you're maintaining that system so that you can communicate to a larger group of people and you're focused on how do we reach more people and your evangelism plan becomes that system. Or it could be your structures like maintaining our buildings, maintaining our even go a little bit further beyond our structures and talk about bylaws and budgets. And that can consume us to the point that we lose sight of our overall mission, which is really people. Or it could be leadership development, how we move people up the ranks so that we're actually prepared and they're prepared to lead into the future. All of these things are very important. You know, pandemics lead us to smaller decisions because they actually scale our vision back. What I actually had to realize was my system was not carrying us. People are carrying us. And so in evaluating where we were as a church and scaling the vision back because the pandemic says I've got to stay home, I've got to stay six feet away from people, we can't collectively gather together, it it allowed me to free up some space and free up some creativity of thought so that we could actually look at church from a different angle. And we're starting to experience, I know personally I am, I'm starting to experience a new way of looking at church, and even a better way, as a result of God using this pandemic. So buildings and classrooms and street evangelism and leadership pipelines actually have to take somewhat of a back seat because we're trying to adjust to the new norms and the changes. And in COVID-19, it seems to change rapidly and all the time. We can ask ourselves questions like, how do we actually survive this? Or how do I pastor without being with people? Or how do I know if I even still have a church? No, that's, that's just my fears coming out. Because I thought about a verse this very morning that says, Jesus speaking to Peter, upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. What God showed me in that verse was, Jason, you're not building the church, I am. The church is not held together by you, it's held together by me. So as long as you're focused on me, I'm what's supporting and sustaining the church and bringing growth to the church. All I need to do is trust in these circumstances. When I trust and I actually realize there's nothing I can do to change the scenario of this pandemic except do my part uh, as, as a citizen in the United States of America or wherever you are and realize that God can use this for really good in our lives, then we can actually scale our vision back. And greater clarity can actually be a stimulus for growth where systems could have been impeding your growth. Now, I'm not in any way saying our systems are not needed. Uh, Systems are something that we all need. The problem becomes when we become so routine and so focused on maintaining our systems that they can actually drain our energy and focus away from what matters most, and that's God and people. So if you found yourself thinking, wow, this is actually a break for me, then maybe you need to scale your personal vision back and even the system that you're using so that when you actually go back to full activity, you're not drained. Oh, it's going to get tiring. It's going to get exhaustive when you serve the Lord because we're giving ourselves wholeheartedly to the work of Jesus Christ. But it shouldn't get so draining. And we shouldn't be in a place where we just want to give up and think, wow, it's actually refreshing not to have to do anything. We're giving ourselves to the life mission of saving souls. That's so important. And your work of what you do is so important. So then maybe this pandemic was just creating the right space for your creativity and systems to go to a whole new level. Remember, don't be afraid to evaluate and make sure that what you're doing is not standing in the way of what matters most. And that is God and people. If so, this is a really good time to implement change, because we're all having to change. So if your systems are draining you to the point that you don't want to give, you don't want to serve, or your people don't want to give, and your people don't want to serve or go, that's not the goal of your systems. Systems are designed to carry and move people to carry out mission. They should help you focus more on what matters, and that's God and people. If not, it's time to change your system, or at least how you communicate it. Better yet, maybe you would delete, alter, adjust, or get rid of a system that's holding you or your people back. How you change now can accelerate your growth in the future. The time may be now to change because the whole world is having to experience it. Maybe your people would be more open to change moving forward in the future because the pandemic has created a scenario where we have to look at life and doing ministry in a different way. So our pandemic teaches us change is necessary sometimes to save lives. So it's a good opportunity in this crisis that we're experiencing, maybe to communicate to your teams and to your leaders, now may be the time to change because we can save lives more and better as a result of it. So remember, the power and purpose behind social distancing and let it impact even how you do your systems. We can be certain that God will use this pandemic to accelerate growth. And your growth can be measurable, but you're gonna have to scale your vision back. I keep repeating that because it's so important to measure who is changing and what needs to change. And so to make this practical, we've actually included a measuring tool uh, in this podcast so that you can actually evaluate and share with your team or your leadership So you can measure what matters most, and that is individual lives, because God is not dead. We just come out of Easter and He is alive. He is at work and doing great things all around the world to change and transform lives. A pandemic does not stop that. This may be your season to accelerate growth. Listen to what God's trying to say to you. Use the evaluation tool and watch how God can bring growth.
1: Thank you for joining us on the Multiply podcast. If you want to go deeper into this episode and get the leadership guide and show notes, visit multiplynetwork.info. In the meantime, you can subscribe to this podcast rate and review it on itunes and share it with your friends on social media